Yo, today's QOD is when you own your story, you get to write the ending. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Brene Brown on the show today, and I think this clip is going to resonate with a lot of people because she's talking about shame. She's talking about what drives it, what relieves it, and how you can discover the power of identifying shame, reality checking it, and sharing your story. Because when you own your story, you're the one who gets to write the ending. Brene Brown, coming up after these words. We left off in the last session talking about empathy and shame resilience. And what I'd like to do as we come back is jump back in there and do something I don't get the opportunity to do very often, which is really drop into, deeply drop into some of the empathy work. Um, because I think it's key. It is, as I mentioned earlier, the antidote to shame. And I'm not sure, I know that before I did this research, I did not fully understand empathy and its complexities and what it was and what it was not. So what I'd like to do is drop into it a little bit more and talk about empathy. The one thing I would like to share is I do this kind of visual routine to explain the power of empathy with shame that involves a Petri dish. If you put shame in a Petri dish, it only needs three things to grow exponentially. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. If you take shame in the Petri dish and you douse it with a little secrecy, a little silence, and a little judgment, it will grow exponentially. It will creep into every corner and crevice of our lives. It is the exact perfect environment for shame. If, on the other hand, you take shame and you put it in a Petri dish and you douse it with empathy, when that happens, you've created a hostile environment for shame. Shame cannot grow nor can it thrive in an environment of empathy, which is why we're really talking about it so much right now. So we talked about the four elements of shame resilience being first and foremost to know what shame is and to know that you're in it and what triggered it, to kind of reality check the expectations that drive shame for us. I call that element of shame resilience practicing critical awareness because it's really about consciousness raising. I'll speak to women first. There are a lot of us who wake up every morning, stand in front of the mirror and go, old, fat, tired, ugly, Everything that a $60 billion industry is counting on us saying. You know, you realize that if we woke up in the morning, all of us collectively, if we woke up every morning and looked in the mirror and said, oh my God, awesome. <laughs> that entire industries would collapse. Like an economist back in I probably early 2000s made a prediction. No, it was after 9-11 because they made a prediction that if every woman in the U.S. and Canada alone gave up all beauty and diet products 
for a week that we would have industry collapse that mirrored the airline collapse after 9-11, that the entire world economy would shift. So there are a lot of people literally banking on us feeling pretty crappy, right? And so critical awareness, our, our reality checking, the expectations and the myths that fuel shame is about standing in front of the mirror and saying, no, 46, pretty great. This is it, and not today. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it today. You know, for women, shame is, if shame comes over me, it's gonna feel the same for me as it does if it comes over a man. That warm wash of smallness and adequacy is the same. But the expectations and messages that fuel shame are organized by gender. For women, the number one driver of shame still to this date, and no, we have not come a long way, comma, baby, is appearance and body image. For women, shame is about doing it perfectly. Do it all, do it perfectly, and look smoking hot while you're doing it. For men, there are not a lot of competing and conflicting expectations. There's one, do not be perceived as what? Weak, right. Don't be perceived as weak. And that is an absolute straitjacket for men. It's crushing. And so to reality check that, I have a great story in Daring Greatly that I write about from a man who went through an intensive. I have a curriculum that I wrote, and so therapists and coaches and folks from all over the country are facilitating this curriculum. And a man went through the curriculum, and he said, you know, it really changed my life and the way I look at things, but I never thought it would play out like this at work. He's actually the COO for a large company. And he, they were in the middle of major layoffs, and it was his job to lay off some of the senior people. And he said at one point, the CEO of the company walked in and he was in tears, which is kind of streaming down his face. And he said, God, this is really tough. And the CEO looked at him and he goes, Jesus, man up. We got a lot more to go. And he said, because I had gone through that shame resilience work, I was able to reality check that message very quickly. And I just looked at him and he's my boss. And I said, let me explain something to you. If I can't cry when I'm firing people that I've worked with for 15 years, I've gone to their kids' weddings, their parents' funerals, then you've got the wrong person in this office. Get the F out of my office. So first we have to know that we're in shame. We have to know what it is. Then we have to be able to reality check those gender-based drivers. Then we have to reach out and share our story and speak shame. When we reach out and share our story, we need to make sure, and this is so important to me, that we choose people who've earned the right to hear our story. People who've earned the right to hear our story. You know, one of the things, like when I thought it was just me came out, we got calls from these some of the big, like, um, kind of, I guess, daytime talk shows that were like, hey, bring some people on that have major shame and then have them, have them tell their shame story and then you can weigh in like as the talking you know, expert person. I'm like, have you read the book? They're like, oh no, we don't read them. We get thousands of those. I'm like, yeah, no. We need to share with people who've earned the right to hear our story. We need to share with people with whom we have a relationship that can bear the weight of the story. Does that make sense? 
Because if we share with someone, and, and it's hard because sometimes when we're dying to tell these stories, and it's important, right? We talked about earlier, we either own our story or we stand outside of our story and hustle for our worthiness. Here's the magic about owning. Like, I feel like this is like a secret that people don't know, like you and me, and that's it. When you own your story, here's the power of that. You get to write the ending. You know, you get to write the ending of the story when you own it. So when you say, yes, this happened to me, but I own this story and here's how the story is going to end. You become not the subject of the story, but you're the narrator of the story. It becomes your story. And you get to write. And it was horrible. And I was in lots of pain. And I didn't want to leave the house for, you know, three weeks. And I picked fights with my boyfriend because I thought, how could you really love me? But then I got help and I realized that we all have this and that I'm absolutely lovable, imperfect, but totally lovable. And this is how the story ends. Does that make sense? But you don't get to write the ending if you don't own the story. And so part of owning the story is sharing it and reaching out for empathy. So what is empathy? That was Brene Brown. Her website is BreneBrown.com. Pick up her latest book, Atlas of the Heart, and also check out today's entire talk on an audio program you can find at audible.com called The Power of Vulnerability teachings of authenticity all right my friend pick up your tees your hats your mugs your tumblers rock the little by little in the lxl and show people how much greatness you have in you by going to the qod merch store at qodmerch.com also follow me on instagram and check out today's episode of mindset coach on your preferred podcasting platform i'll see you tomorrow who we got tomorrow we got um throwback thursday with mel robbins see you then peace 